The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This hour is sponsored by Murphy's Auto Care. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, everybody. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. Dayton's all news and talk is 1290-957 WHIO. All right, everybody. Good afternoon and welcome to Auto Talk. I'm Dave Murphy, and along with my wife, Jan, we are your hosts of Auto Talk right here each and every week, right here on WHIO. Uh, this is a live presentation today, uh, coming to you as as usual uh, from our remote location, but uh, really glad you're here with us. Uh, so uh, be sure to jump on board with us today. You can ask your questions. Uh, I'll do my very best to answer those to the best of my ability. Um, that phone number you can call us at is 457-1290. Again, that number, and I'll repeat it throughout the show, is 457-1290. I also want to welcome all of those folks that are tuning into us right now on our live Facebook feed. We do that each and every week, along with the live radio show. So thanks to all of you who are uh, tuning in there. So, wow, what a beautiful, beautiful weekend again here uh, in Ohio. Hope you're uh, enjoying it with your family. Everybody's doing well, hopefully. Uh, we certainly all are. Uh, very busy, of course, as everyone is. But uh, a little bit about about us. Jan and I were the owners of Murphy's Auto Care, the founder of it, actually, uh, out in Beaver Creek. Uh, I personally am an automotive uh, master technician for over 40 years. I hold a certification, continue to renew it. Um, and uh, we all try to stay uh, very, very in tune to what's going on in the world of automotive service repair. At our company, we service all makes and models, and we've done that, like I said, since 1994. Our hours of operation, if you're interested in uh, talking to us, coming in and having to service your car, are Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., and we're there to serve you and your family's vehicle service needs, and that's that's what we've been about since the day we opened. Uh, we're a family. We're here to take care and help you and your family or your business or your fleet stay on the road, stay on the road dependably and safely. And that's that's what we intend to do every day. So um, Murphy's actually, Murphy's Auto Care has always been the home for touch-free vehicle service. You know, in this world we're all living in, everybody's talking about touch-free, no contact types of services. Well, we've been doing that way before we got to this crazy thing. Um, and the reason we do that is about convenience. So we're happy to pick up and deliver your vehicle from your office, from your home, if you're a teacher at school, wherever you're at, you don't even have to come in and see us. We'll come get that car. We have two fabulous concierge shuttle drivers. Uh, they'll clean your car on the interior when they pick it up, uh, and it'll be cleaned again just at the point of dropping it back off. But we can do it all in a day typically. So if you need that kind of service, that's who we are. We do it all day long. Most of the cars we work on, we pick up and deliver. So uh, we're there for you. We also have um, courtesy rental cars on site too, if you do in fact need a vehicle typically, but uh, those are limited, but we're there to help you with that. So that's a little bit about Murphy's Auto Care. Last thing I just want to share with you, how to reach us. It's really simple. You can go online to murphysautocare.com. Our website is something that I'm very proud of. Uh, I work on it all the time, trying to bring you the most current information, updating it, uh, keeping it uh, interesting to be there. But uh, it's also very simple to schedule. If you go to the website on your mobile device or on a desktop device, uh, you're going to see the first thing that comes up is the schedule prompt. So you can do that or you can follow the other tabs. Another simple way to reach us is just call us at 426-AUTO. That's 426-2886. You can reach us that way. 
uh, and we will be certainly happy to uh, any one of our great team. And I'm going to tell you, I want to say thanks again to Brian, to Eric, to Ryan, and to Isaiah. Those are our customer support team uh, advisors, uh, along with all of our great technicians. Folks, we have over 125 years of automotive excellence experience. So we're there to help you with your family, like I said. So anyways, hey, a uh, show, I have got a lot of information today. You don't want to go anywhere. you got to stay right there. I also have, if you drive a Honda, an Acura, a Toyota, or a Lexus, um, we have uh, a close friend of ours, of Jan and ours, as well as what I consider one of the national experts in these vehicles. He's going to join us today uh, at the bottom of the hour. So when we come back right at 1230, uh, our dear friend will be here. And uh, Bruce Nation, I'm just going to mention his name now if any of you are listening and know him. Um, but he is a great, great guy and a great example. We're going to talk about the best ways to maintain your Honda, your Acura, or your Toyota, or your Lexus, uh, or your Subaru. He's actually a Subaru expert as well. So uh, that's going to be the second half of the show. But for now, we would love to hear from you. So if you got a call, uh, call into the studio. The number is 457-1290 if you have a question. Uh, Brandon is producing today, and Brandon will get you right over to me. We'll get you live on the air. We'll, uh, we'll share those questions and talk about whatever you got going on. Well, uh, clearly, as we talked about here just a minute ago when we came on, talking about how, what a beautiful day it is again. But let's, let's face it, folks. Uh, we, are, we just walked into the season of fall, and if you're looking at the forecast going forward, we're going to see temperatures starting to drop. It's going to get cooler. Boy, that'll be comfortable, right? But it's also a time to be to making sure your car is checked out. And just three things that I want to tell everybody because it's simple. Make sure your tires are in good condition. Have them checked if you're not sure. Uh, check out, you know, if you have a TPMS light on, tire pressure monitoring system light on, get a check, find out because the temperatures are going to do nothing but keep dropping. And that in itself is going to set a lot of lights here in the next week or two. Um, make sure your battery's in good condition. Get that checked. Stop by whoever you go to. See if they'll test it for you quickly because you, you never know when we're going to see a drop maybe into the 30s and it could happen overnight sometimes, literally. And last but not least, make sure all the fluids in your car are up to good level. Make sure they're full. Make sure they're clean. If you haven't had them changed, you haven't had them serviced, get in, get it done. Call your service provider. Um, quite honestly, uh, as we have moved through the last three, four weeks of business for most automotive service providers in the Miami Valley and probably nationally, school started. Thank goodness. Right. But that usually means a little bit of a slowdown for a lot of us in our industry, which we kind of need the break sometimes to catch up from what we've been doing all summer. But it's still a good time to get your car in. Uh, so I would wager to say that at most places you'll have very little weight. Uh, and of course, at Murphy's Auto Care, we do pretty much everything we do in one day anyways. It doesn't matter if we're extremely busy or things are a little uh, calmer. We're going to get a normal maintenance service turned around in about a day. So, hey, uh, by the way, we are, like I said, live on Facebook right now. Uh, if you're just learning about Murphy's Auto Care, please go to our Facebook page. Uh, follow us, like us. We appreciate that. We'll do our best to entertain you and keep you up to speed. I just wanted to mention it because uh, earlier this week, one of our uh, Toyota factory techs, was doing a service uh, on a vehicle, and uh, he, he was, of course, in his process. We inspect everything, all the filters. He was inspecting the cabin air filter, and uh, so we, we did a quick video. You you got I won't steal the thunder. I'll, I'll let you watch the video on our Facebook page, uh, but it's quite telling. It'll probably make you think twice and um, hopefully check your cabin air filter out on your car. Well, hey, you know, always on AutoTalk, we, we really, really like to, like I said, help people, uh, give you a lot of tips, keep you in the know what's going on. And one of the things we get a lot of questions about 
in the shop every week are, hey, how come, you know, oil change intervals are different from one car to another? And uh, so I thought I'd answer that today. So, you know, uh, it, because the question really is how are oil and oil filter change intervals calculated, right? So who comes up with that? Well, the manufacturer of the engine and the vehicle. And it's really just a, a, a math equation. And the way they set that up is they start out with kind of a basic consumer profile or driver profile of what they feel is the average driver as to how a vehicle is going to be used, where you're going to drive it. They try to factor in all the environmental pieces and they'll come up then with an average of about five to seven thousand miles for an interval on most cars. Yes, there are vehicles out there that go longer than that with the interval. But the reason I want to mention this is, is that the one thing that they, for some reason, seem to not factor in is how busy every person is <laughs> with their life, with their car, because we consistently see vehicles that go past the oil change interval, even though the warning light's been on, even though the sticker that we've placed up in the upper uh, corner of the windshield or the other, you know, any other service providers put up there, that's up there, folks, to remind you to get the oil change. And it, it, we're not trying to remind you to change the oil so that we can, you know, charge you whatever we charge for our oil changes, wherever business you go to. We're up there. It's up there to remind you to help you keep your vehicle dependable. And so here's you got to factor in. Let's say your vehicle interval is 7,000 miles. And you would find that if you look in the owner's manual and you look under severe service, not normal service. OK, it might even be shorter if it's in the severe service category. But look at that and factor this in. Let's just say your interval is 7,000 miles. Let's say you get 30 miles per gallon, which is the average on most vehicles today. That means you will have pushed 230 gallons of fuel through that engine in that 7,000 miles. So you say, hey, Dave, so what difference does it make if it's 230 or 1,000? Well, it's when a vehicle consumes gas or fuel, all right, in the process of combustion, it generates carbon and carbon particulates and moisture and dust is brought in through the air filter, especially if, uh, you know, if the air filter is clean, uh, it's doing its job. If it's dirty, then we're gonna have a little change there, but that's a whole nother problem for another show. But uh, at any rate, what we're talking about here is those components, those particulates build up and the oil filter is only built to handle so much of that matter. So uh, really, really important to get it changed because once the oil filter can't absorb any more dirt, it just keeps sending it through the oil. And today's modern vehicles, if you drive a vehicle that's 10 years old or newer or less, it's got typically three systems on it that are that are newer technology. One of them is variable valve timing. One of them is direct fuel injection. And half the cars out there now have turbochargers on them. All of these bring tremendous performance improvements and increases to your vehicle and honestly makes it a lot more fun to drive. But they won't tolerate extended oil change intervals. So it's critically important that you follow at least the interchange interval of your vehicle. Our recommendation is if you're using a synthetic oil product, which most vehicles do anymore, just change the oil at 5,000 miles. Will synthetic oil last longer than that? Yes, in some cases it can, it will. It just depends on your driving profile. And since none of us can guess that, um, unless we're working on your car consistently for you, uh, you follow those guidelines. Trust me, you'll save money. Uh, you'll be way ahead uh, because when vehicles aren't maintained and oil change intervals do get past uh, those, those numbers, especially when we get into 
50, 60, 70,000 miles on cars, what we see is valve train damage, uh, valve uh, issues in the upper end of the engine, and sometimes also lower end issues, timing chain issues, wear issues, because that particulate matter that's in the oil that couldn't get filtered by the filter is now rolling around, flowing around, grinding away at all of these components. And that causes premature wear. Uh, it actually escalates, or I should say, uh, accelerates the wear. And so we see failure in, in late model vehicles just because the oil didn't get changed. And, and that's really the root cause. So I felt like, uh, you know, that was an interesting um, comment I wanted to make because we get asked that question and I really, I like to tell people the why behind everything. So, hey, uh, we're gonna have to uh, run to a quick break here. I think Brandon's giving me the cue. Uh, we will be right back with a whole lot more. Don't go anywhere. Stay here with Auto Talk. We'll be right back. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. All righty, everybody. Welcome back to Auto Talk. I'm Dave Murphy. I'm your host of Auto Talk right here each and every week, usually along with Jan. Uh, we are live in our remote studio today. We'd love to take your questions. Um, uh, if you're just tuning into us, welcome. Thanks for joining us. If you've been hanging in there with us for the morning, Thank you so much. Uh, we were just talking about how uh, oil filter intervals or oil change and oil filter change intervals were calculated. <clears throat> if you missed that and you want to listen or get that information, we do a podcast or this show is a podcast every week. It's posted on our website uh, and it's also posted on the WHIO website, but it's just easier to go to murphysautocare.com, click on the blog link, and you'll see the posting of this, the most recent show. So you can catch all the tips that are there, and um, hopefully that's helpful to you. One other thing about oil changes, we find this frequently. You know, people bring us a vehicle, maybe they're a new customer to us. And I, I wanted to bring it up, and it's, my point was, why is less more? And a lot of folks like to change the oil in their car. Uh, sometimes they take it to places that may have folks that aren't quite as skilled. But the telltale sign always is the oil filter, we actually have to use a wrench to get it off. Or the oil drain plug is way over-tightened. And, and that means that someone's not fully understanding how the gasketing uh, process works. So if you change your own oil, here's one of the tips, all right? Look on the oil filter. Many oil filter manufacturers actually mark a line on it that'll be vertical typically. If it's a screw-on filter, not, I'm not talking about a cartridge filter here, but if it's a screw-on filter, it may have a line marked on it that lets you know how far you've turned it, okay? Because typically you'll want to clean it, make sure there's not another oil uh, filter o-ring up there that would be a double gasket situation which always causes a leak get that off clean the surface of the engine block itself where the filter goes make sure that the oil new oil filter on the seal's got a little bit of oil on it and run it up there and when it contacts then turn it per the instructions for the filter either about a quarter to a half in some cases a whole full turn by your hand don't use a wrench okay now when it comes to oil drain plug oil drain plugs even though they may have a very large head on them might, that, that's deceiving. Some people think that means we're going to put a ton of muscle on this thing. We're not. Um, and if you do, uh, we're going to end up seeing you probably with either stripped out oil pan threads or uh, a damaged oil pan, okay? And that means an oil leak, which is very detrimental to your car. So typically the torque spec, and we all follow torque specs in our shop for an oil drain plug. We look them up, see whatever it is, and that's what it gets torqued to is going to be anywhere between about 15 and to 30 foot pounds. The average is around 20 to 24. 
So in that range, that's the correct spec. If it's tightened more than that, we're going to break things, damage things. And you always want to make sure you're replacing the oil seal on the oil drain plug. There's either a gasket, a steel gasket, a composite gasket with maybe a rubber seal in it. That needs to be changed if you're doing it yourself. So I wanted to share that with everybody. I also want to real quickly here, I want to say thanks to some folks that sponsor uh, Auto Talk each and every week. Number one, we use their products each and every day is BG Products. I want to say thanks to BG Products, all of their fabulous uh, uh, additives, chemicals, and fluids and oils. They're the best. We use them at Murphy's Auto Care because we offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty, and the BG warranty is indefinite. So you want to make sure you get it if, if, and you get those products in your car as well as transferable. Thanks to BG. Also want to say thank you to KOI Auto Parts. KOI is uh, operating, has operated here in the Dayton area, Cincinnati area for over 80 years now. And they bring us the highest quality professional parts that we can purchase. And that's what we believe needs to be on your car, especially since we have such a strong warranty at Murphy's Auto Care. So thanks to KOI. And uh, Mike's Car Wash. I can't tell you, I've been so excited. I want to talk to everybody about Mike's Car Wash this week. Uh, just just worked uh, with them uh, earlier this week, and uh, they've got another new location coming online. It'll be less than, I think, less than 10 days is what they're telling me. Uh, it, it's in the south area of Miami Valley. It's actually in South Lebanon. And uh, if you're in that area, you're very fortunate, folks. You're going to be getting a fabulous new car wash coming to, uh, to that market. Uh, we'll have more details next week. Because uh, I'm sure they're going to do something really special when they do a grand opening. But uh, thanks to Mike's Car Wash, they've always sponsored Auto Talk. And uh, we love partnering and having them because they do an amazing job when they wash your car. It's very fair. It's affordable. It's never any questions asked. If you're not satisfied, you're going to wash it again. It won't be any charge. And uh, they're just an amazing company. So thank you for sponsoring Auto Talk. One last thing about Mike's Car Wash. They're also a tremendous, tremendous um, community company that gives back if you're into the reds baseball if you know about the reds community foundation so far this year mike's car wash has donated over sixty thousand dollars to that that foundation and it's there to help children be able to play sports and be active in all types of things like that so thanks again to mike's car wash um, also you may hear a little bit about us and the goodwill auto auction please donate your vehicle the goodwill auto auction helps so many people throughout the miami valley usually over twenty thousand people annually through the over 40 programs that the Goodwill Miami Valley Easter Seals has and operates. And that's funded by the Goodwill Auto Auction. So please donate a vehicle. If you have one you don't need anymore, you don't want, you're ready to trade up, donate it to the Goodwill Auto Auction. Well, folks, we're going to be right back. i got to run to a real quick message, or I should say break. And when we come back, we've got a special guest. You don't want to miss this if you're a Honda or Acura driver. All right, we'll be right back. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, this is Rush Limbaugh. This is my home in the Miami Valley. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. 1290-957. WHIO. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. All right, everybody, welcome back to Auto Talk. I'm your host, Dave Murphy from Murphy's Auto Care in Beaver Creek. I am a master ASC certified technician for over 40 years, and I'm so glad you're joining us here on the second half of Auto Talk. Got a lot, lot going on in this half hour. It's going to go by fast. So here's we're going to get right to the lines. Uh, Brandon, if you can send uh, Daryl from Troy over, that'd be great. Hello there, Daryl. Hey, Daryl, how you doing? 
Can you hear me? All right. Hey, Daryl, what's up, buddy? What's your question, Daryl? Yes, sir. Um, Amsoil. I'm thinking about putting Amsoil in my 6.4 diesel. What do you think about that? You think that's a really good oil? Yeah, absolutely. Amsoil has been a great product for, for many, many years. So uh, I wouldn't have any problem with that. Um, have you used it in your other vehicles? No, not yet. Okay. Um, I, I did a lot of research on it. It seems to be one of the best out there. But the thing is, I'm running diesel and I'm coming in the wintertime and I'm just wondering, should I use a different blend or 1040 or what, what do you think? No, I wouldn't change the viscosity on it. You mean, if you say blend, you mean viscosity. I would use whatever the OE viscosity is and run with that. And um, you should be fine. I don't think you have any problem with it. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, hey, Great thanks for the call. Thanks for joining us on Auto Talk. Have a good day, Daryl. See you. Yes, sir. Hey, that was an interesting question. Uh, Amsoil is a great product. Uh, we, we uh, of course, don't use that in our business day to day. We use the BG products, but hey, there's a lot of other good things out there. All right. Well, you know what, folks? I uh, I want to get to our, our special guest today. Uh, I've been waiting to have him on the show with us for a long time. He was able to fit us into the schedule today. So, uh, if Brandon, if you can uh, bring Bruce on, I sure would appreciate it. Hello, Bruce. Hey, Dave. How are you this morning? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Thanks for working through the, our, our remote technical uh, connections here. We're glad to have you. How's, That's my how's things pleasure. in California this morning? Show going on. Well, we're having some fun doing it. Had a couple calls and, um, you know, always, I've always got a lot of stuff, but I'd rather just hear from people out there and what's going on. So, so yeah. I, I got to do justice to you here for joining us on the show. Um, I really feel like I, you know, I thought about how do I intro Bruce Nation, the guy that I have admired, followed because of your business prowess, the way you run your business. Um, and, and, and I'm very thankful that you're my friend for over 15 years and been, been really blessed by that. But um, I just want to let all our listeners here in the Miami Valley know, and also uh, because we're on Facebook uh, all around the world, uh, you know, you are an amazing business in Westlake, California, right? Yes, yeah, Westlake Village. That- Yes, Village, thank you very much me. for that. You're making me no, you, you, making me blush over here. <laughs> well, it's it's deserved, Bruce. It really is. And um, you know, I I would love to talk to you just about business in general, but I think for now we'll just talk about Hondas and Acuras and the cars you service. Tell me, what brands now do you service at Westlake Independent? We do uh, Honda, Acura, Toyota, Lexus, and Subaru. That's what I thought. Well, guess what? A lot of people around us drive those cars too. And um, that's why I think that it's so, so timely. Um, I, I wanted to start off by asking you with all of your experience, cause you've been doing Hondas what for over 40 years. Would that be fair? Yes. Yes. Def- uh, yeah. Going on 45. So I think you told me the story that you started working on Hondas when they first came to the United States. Uh, yeah. My, my first job was when uh, my first professional job working on Hondas was uh, about the time the first CVCCs came to the United States. That was in <laughs> 1976. Wow. 
those cars were about the size of a refrigerator, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were not very big. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't want to cl- meet a cement truck in one of those. It wasn't going to be no, a good you day. Did not. <laughs> you did not. But like a lot of cars in those days, it kept the mechanics busy. They really did, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I think those cars, though, not specifically the, the first version they brought to the United States, but Honda and then as we saw the Toyotas and, and, of course, back in those days, Datsuns coming into the United States. You know, one thing I think it did was I think it got people to start paying attention to maintenance because those cars, those dealers, that's all they talked about when they sold you one was the maintenance, right? Which American manufacturers didn't really do that. They were like, eh, just take the car. We'll sell you a new one in 50,000 miles anyways. Who cares? Exactly. Totally different. Yeah, Honda came out yes. with, a, with a fantastic service regiment right from the beginning, and they trained their owners yep. to follow it, which was yep. really part of their great success with the reliable cars. When you service them like that, any car is going to be more reliable, really. Yeah, it's just it's kind of a shame that it took American manufacturers so long to figure it out, you know, but they have yeah. now. And, yeah. and I think, I don't know if you would agree, but I think vehicles, modern vehicles are far more dependable than the things we grew up working on. Um, no, no question about that. Yeah. Um, but you, let's, let's go back to that maintenance point. Let's specifically talk about Hondas and Acuras. If you were going to say maybe the top three or five or whatever maintenance must do's, if you own those cars, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, oil changes, of course, you know, way up there. But then along with that, you've got transmission fluid change. And and a lot of the factory recommended uh, intervals for these things are not, uh, they're just too far out there. They're all, everybody's trying to get their cost of ownership uh, to look really good in consumer reports, for example. But um, (laughs) yeah, this is is what they do. And so how they sell uh, cars. (laughs) Yeah, that's how they sell cars. So, uh, so, you know, brake fluid, transmission fluid comes to mind as one of the really important ones that gets overlooked. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that the biggest thing that I think, though, is whenever you get a light that comes on on your dash and it's telling you that you need a service. And, and in most cars and all the cars that we work on, if there's a light coming on your dash and it's telling you you need service, it's been six to 8,000 miles probably since that car has been looked at. And that car needs an inspection. And the inspection, to me, is the most important part of that service. Of course, changing the oil is important. But once you get beyond that, I see so many people, they'll get a light on, for example, on a Honda, they'll have a light that says uh, B1. And they'll call and they just, oh, it says my light's on, so I need an oil change. But, But that's not really what it needs. It needs an oil change, yes, but it also needs that inspection that goes with it. And the inspection is where we're, where you look at the transmission fluid, you look at the brake fluid, you look at the coolant, you look at the whole car, all the brakes, right. the power steering fluid, which is a, overlooked a lot. Um, to me, these are the most important things, and, and really the inspection. I mean, I know you at your shop do a fantastic inspection. Well, thank you. We, we literally do a very similar one because we both use the same company. Auto Vitals yeah. to run yeah. the software, which you know is still customized for the vehicles we work on. But, but to your point, I, I, this just came up to, in my mind as you were you were sharing that brilliance. Quite honestly, is that you know um, the inspection is the most important thing. Now we believe that needs to occur on a vehicle at least three times a year, 
And I, I don't know if you would say that in your in your area, maybe, maybe more, I don't know. But one of the things that I want to stress to people when they're listening and watching this here is that, you know, it, it'd be that you want to go to the same place, right? Because there's this consistency that needs to occur. So it, it, it doesn't do them any good to get it serviced one place. And then, oh, the next time, oh, it's just more convenient. I'm going to get serviced over here. <clears throat> it's like a break in the chain of, of communication. So I, I think that's why it's so important for people to build that relationship with a shop like yours or us and consistently take your vehicle there. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how else to say it. Um, yeah. You know, and, and it, you get new... Yeah, you get new customers every day, I'm sure, just like we do, that have been obviously, <laughs> they've been to 20 different places through the life of this car. Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. People go from place to place, and uh, it's amazing how much gets overlooked at other shops. It's just absolutely oh amazing. A car, well, car will come into me at uh, 90,000 miles. It's the first time here, and, and it needs so many different things to be repaired because the other people that have been, that have been, uh, inspecting this car have not been inspecting this car. They've been going to quick lube places and, and things like this that just really are right. not adequate for what your car truly needs, which is, you know, different every time it goes in, you know, maybe this well, time you, you know, I would think consumers get the short end of the stick because they think they're getting their car inspected at a lot of places. And it's a false feeling of confidence because it's, it's that place's version of a true inspection. You know what I mean? And so right. that's why these things get missed. And, and then all of a sudden people are surprised. Well, how could that be? I've, they, they said they were checking my car over, you know? So you right. make a great point. You make a great point. And um, well, the, the consumer should take a little responsibility for that also. Uh, I would say that the, you know, a good inspection in my shop takes 45 minutes to an hour. Yep. That's a, you know, with an oil change and, you know, got the wheels off the car, brake inspection, all the things that need to happen here, looking at all the suspension bushings, shocks, struts, all these things that get that get done, that get inspected. And when somebody says that they can do an oil change and, and have you in and out in 30 minutes, and that's really the consumer's main focus, there has to be some responsibility shared there. The, the, no shop can do a good, fully adequate inspection in 30 minutes. Wow, what a point. I mean, I, I, I can't stress that enough because, you know, but unfortunately, our industry has driven that perception and mentality because, you know, some of people in our industry have decided that consumers want fast and that must be what's best to give them. And it's really not. It's really not. And um, you, you make a great point. I don't know any shop that can truly do that really well and look at all of those key factors you can't do it in 22 minutes or 30 or whatever it is. You can't. Yeah, whatever. And you're not doing, you know, they it's unfair to the consumer, but it's the, 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 oh, the larger yeah. companies market this. And the people that are working there are trained to do just what that place does. They're not yeah. trained for your whole car. They're just trained on those specific items. And it really does your yeah, car injustice because there's a lot more to your car than what can be done at a quick lube. Oh, my goodness. Tremendously. You know, you back, I'll back up here. You mentioned, uh, you know, the brakes are inspected with the wheels off. And I have yeah. seen so many vehicles that got a, what we call through the wheel spoke brake inspection. You've seen, yes. you know, and that's that you, you can't tell anybody anything from that. You just can't. No. And if you, whatever no. comes out of a person's mouth from that kind of inspection, 
is not right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not possible because you can't see the caliper operation. You can't see the inboard pad. You can't see right. the bushing mount. You can't see any of this stuff, which yeah. are all telltale signs of how the brakes are working, right? So, or 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 uh, another one. They pull one. They pull one side and not the other. Oh that's, that's my that's gosh! Another big yeah. thing. The shop will pull the right front wheel. And they won't pull the left. Well, they don't know. The caliper's stuck on the left side, and it's metal to metal. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Well, it is. And, and here again, the, the consumer, the motorist, gets the short end of that stick, you know, because <laughs> they're, they're scratching their head. And then our industry gets a black eye on top of it. But that's a whole yeah, other, they do. another they, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Well, been well, trying to overcome you know, that you, black eye my whole career. Oh, I know we have, you know, but you know, the key to it is just doing what we all do. I think the vast majority of automotive shop and service providers really go to work every day with the, the best intent to help people um, yes. and uh, to, to do their best. Um, I hate to tell you this. Will you stay on hold? We got to run to a break. We're going to come back and talk about tightening belts and valve adjustments. So yep, I don't want anybody here. to miss that because you know your stuff there. All right, folks, hang in here with us. Brandon's going to take us to a quick break. And we will be right back live on Auto Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back, everyone, to Auto Talk. I'm Dave Murphy. And uh, just uh, having a fantastic show. I can't believe we're getting close to the end of it. I've uh, been having a good friend of mine, an amazing auto shop owner and technician from California, Bruce Nation from Westlake Village Independent Auto Service. Bruce, you there, buddy? I am. Good. Thanks for hanging in. Um, hey, I said just before the break, we would uh, bring up the topic of timing belt service and also valve adjustment on Hondas. I'd really appreciate it if you would speak to that and take a couple of minutes if you could do that and how important it is. Because I, what I see here, most people here in this area do not do valve adjustments on Hondas. We do. We think it's important, but I'd appreciate if you would share why it is. Well, I, I think that timing belts are are uh, are really. I think everybody knows about that. Most people know. Most people know so. what a timing yeah. belt. That they, even if they don't know what it is, they've heard of it, and they and they know that it needs to be done. And every car, you know, different cars have different intervals. And we'll talk about Honda here. Honda has a an interval of uh, between 100 and 105,000 miles. The designation number 4 will come up on your maintenance minder. And what that number 4 is telling you is that you need to do your your regular normal maintenance, that B1 or A1 service, plus you need to do a uh, timing belt and a valve adjustment and spark plugs. Now, they say inspect the water pump, but I think any good shop out there replaces it. Uh, that's also the first time the antifreeze gets changed on your car with wow. the new extended long-life antifreeze. So this is all important stuff, really important. Very important, yeah. And it, you pay a lot of money to flex. I've seen cars go into quick lube places and have, uh, have them tell them and sell them an antifreeze change when they, at right. their next service, have a timing belt coming up. Right. Totally missed the whole point. That's the yeah, problem. Totally missed yeah. the whole point of doing the whole thing. Now they've got to pay. Now they've basically wasted all that money that they spent before having that done. So it, right. anyway, most people know what that is. And in an interference engine, if a timing belt breaks, it, it's done. Your engine is basically, you know, you're looking at several thousand dollars to fix it. Correct. At that Correct. point. Valve adjustment is something that's little known. 
Oh, oh, back to spark plugs. Spark plugs, this is the first time they get changed. Your car's got 100,000 miles on the original spark plugs, and this the logical time to change them is when you're doing a valve adjustment because it makes yeah, the absolutely. valve adjustment easier. We don't charge any labor to do the spark plugs when we're doing the valve adjustment, as a matter of fact. so That makes sense. Yep. Yeah, at any rate... Uh, if you imagine you've got four strokes to your engine, you've got uh, intake, compression, power, and exhaust. Now, it's a four-stroke engine. They're all, they all work like this. And, uh, and these valves are set so that there's a flow going through your engine. They're never really all, except during, as these strokes go transition from one stroke to the next, there's an overlap in the valves. It's a very, very specific overlap. And if it's if it's correct, everything's good and it flows. And right, if it's not right. correct, it has to stop and start at the end of each stroke. And it makes it, it it's just hard on your engine, and it affects your fuel economy. It affects a lot of things about how your car runs. I, I can't tell you how many people come in and they have this service done at 100,000 miles. Right. right. And the valve adjustment makes a bigger difference in how that car runs when we're finished than anything else that we do. Well, that was really the point I wanted to bring up, and I really appreciate that. Man, you got that right in under the wire because we're going to have to go here in just a couple of seconds. But you know what, Bruce? Thanks for joining us from California. Stay safe. Stay well out there. And folks, if you've been joining us for the show, can't tell you how much we appreciate riding along. Get out there this weekend. Stay safe. Hang out with somebody, have some fun, and buckle up, all right? Have a wonderful week. We'll be live with you again next week. Thanks again, Bruce. See you all later. Bye-bye. Thank you. Take care. WHIO Dayton, WHIO FM, Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station from the CJSHeatingAndAir.com studios. CJS means yes. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.